Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fit Chicks Chat Business. <laughs> I'm Amanda Quinn. And I'm Laura Jackson. That's why I'm wearing blue today. Blue for our business. Blue for business. That's so why we always separate stuff. We always do our purple is our fit chicks when we talk about fitness, nutrition, and wellness. And then blue is always our business. So it makes me feel more serious. <laughs> blue makes you feel serious? Yeah. All right. So, um, guys, I love our business convos because it's just so exciting to me to talk about, like, because we're talking about, like, business like fitness business. I love fitness. I love business. I love all these things. So what we're going to share with you guys today though, is a topic that is um, something that's really near and dear to our heart because this is an area that a lot of professionals, fitness professionals, health coaches struggle with. Um, And that is the three must knows, the three things you must know to be successful in business, especially in the online space. So are you ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do this. Okay, so the very first thing that you guys need to know that we find most people struggle with that they're not even aware that they need these three things, right? So that's the thing. Like a lot of times you'll be going into business. Wait, I'm going to back up for a second before I go into this. A lot of times people, like, they'll be going into business and they're like, okay, like I'm really passionate about this. This is what I really want to do. And then they don't really, like, they haven't thought about these three things because they're just not even aware of it. And that's what we want to try to do today is we want to bring this into your awareness. We want this to be something that is a conversation that you now are like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that this was even something I had to do. And because this is the thing that I see in business all the time is someone who I'm going to give you my perfect example. I go into business and I start up, I'm like, I super love personal training and I'm going to start Amanda's personal training and I'm going to train moms, dads, children, dogs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. We always use dogs. Dogs are an example. I love training dogs. I'm going to just train dogs, people, adults, kids, seniors. I just want to help everybody. Because well, and also it's not even, I just want to help everybody. Them. Yeah. It's like, not even, I just want to help everybody. It's also like, if I cut someone off the list or if I, if I suddenly say, oh, I'm only going to touch teach moms, then I'm losing business. And this is what we hear a lot from our students in Bidjix Academy is they're like, well, I don't want to exclude anybody because A, I don't want to, you know, limit how big my business can grow. And B, you know, I want to include everyone to help everybody. And we're like, well, those two things, even though I understand in theory, they might sound, they make sense, you know, less people that I talk to, less business, they're actually doing the opposite. You are now making your business smaller by being more inclusive. So it's like, you've got to get it down to the place, what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. (laughs) Which is point number one. We'll just dive into it. So point number one is that you need to understand your niche market. And you might be like, cool, what is a niche market? (laughs) So a niche market- Or if you're in the States, you call it a niche. A niche market. A niche market, yeah. So in Canada, we call it a niche. Um, But- It's basically where, like what Laura was saying, if you're helping everybody, you're like what, um, you're like in this like pool where you're just like, okay, like you get in this saturated pool where all the other trainers are, all the other Amanda's personal training is where it's like, I offer training for moms, women's dogs, you know, everything else. 
every trainer is doing that. And so then you're just jumping into that same pool with them and you're just drowning in there because everybody's there and there's nothing that differentiates, differentiates you from the other people. When it's you, like, sorry, it's like sorry, just for example, like, it's like when you're like, I was thinking about this the other day, I was reading one of my, um, my many business mindset books and it was talking about the whole thing of like, you know, when you're looking, let's say for, when you have a specific problem, right? Let's use relationships. Let's not even use like, like fitness. Cause some people might be like, Oh, I I'm getting certified. I don't know yet what I want to do in fitness. So most people have a relationship, whether it be with their romantic relationships or with their family or their kids or whatever. And let's say that relationship is like going to crap. And are you going to just go and look for a, you know, family or a family relationship coach or whatever. No, you're going to look for someone who's specifically dealing with what you have. Like, so for example, let's say you're having problems with, let's say your husband, let's say there's like, you're not going to go to like a child counselor. (laughs) Yeah. There's like infidelity. You would go to someone who specifically deals with, you know what I mean? Relationships with trust breaking, with all that stuff, with cheating as opposed to going to a child psychologist. And it's the same thing, but I don't know why people can grasp that concept so much more than with fitness, which I find so strange. They're like, but no workouts, it's just a workout. Like everyone, it's the same workout for women, for men, for dogs, for this, for that. And you're like, well, no, (laughs) yes. A lot of the moves might be the same. Like a lot of your counseling techniques might be the same, Mm -hmm. but when someone is looking for help, they are going to look for someone who is the closest to their problem. um, As opposed to just looking for, I need a personal trainer. Exactly. Exactly. No. And that's a great way to explain it. And so, so when you're thinking about your business and you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to start off and I'm going to just do personal training and I'm going to train anybody. I'm going to train men, women, children, and dogs. What you're doing is you're just, you're making yourself so generic that people, it makes it really hard for people to find you because you are no longer seen as like, yes, you're an expert personal trainer, but you're not an expert in one specific area. When you specify and you're like, I'm going to be a personal trainer for dogs and I work with collies and <laughs> Labradors and this is what I work with. And, and one's like, anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I do. And that's what I'm really skilled at is like large animals with anxiety, whatever. Like I'm using a bad example. Okay. We'll just go with like women. <laughs> Cause I know that <laughs> so I work with women that are postnatal that have diastasis recti. All of a sudden, I get pulled away from that general pool of like all the personal trainers dealing with moms, women, children, and dogs. And now I am like over here in this, my own little side spot being like, oh no, any woman who has that problem, who is like looking for someone to solve their problem where they have diastasis recti, they're going to be like, okay, I could go with the general trainer, Laura, who works with men, women, children, and dogs, or I could go with Amanda, who works with women who have diastasis recti. Clear decision made, super easy, right? Because so now you're making it simple for your clients to find you. And so then going back to what Laura was saying in the beginning when she was like, okay, but then, you know, you're going to have people that are going to be like, oh, but like, I, but then I'm saying no to the men. I'm saying no to this. Yeah, you are. But then in the general pool, guys, I guarantee you, you're going to have more struggle, more hustle, less clients than when you go specific. Because when you go specific, your voice is being heard through all that other noise super clearly. So you have more clients, but you have the clients that you can really help 
and you can have the clients that you can really work with and that you enjoy working with. So choose the people that you want to work with, choose the area and get specific with your niche or niche. But I, what I want to say that too, and this is something yeah. that I just actually recently had a conversation with one of the girls I used to go to nutrition school with and she's yeah. struggling with her business and she's feeling like things are not going the way she wants. So her and I had a chat, we were going through her stuff and one of the things that came up was she was like, but I don't only want to work with, she's doing holistic weight loss. And she's like, I don't only want to work with weight loss. Right. And I was like, that's fine. You don't have to have your whole business around holistic weight loss for women. You do, like, this is the thing where a lot of people get screwed up with the idea of the, of the niche, right? They're like, but I don't like my whole business. I don't want it just to be about diastasis recti, or I don't want it just to be about holistic weight loss. And I'm like, no, your whole business doesn't have to be that. Like even Fit Chicks and Fit Chicks Academy, it's not all just on one thing, but every program that you offer definitely has to be. Yeah. So for example, if I all have to drive to the same end result, they can just be working differently. Well, it's like, I do my niche. I think about my niche for every program that we do. Right. So let's say for us, we're doing our fit chicks weight loss challenge or 28 day challenge, which is a workout challenge for busy moms who don't have access to gyms, who want to work out from home. Um, so they can do it at a gym too, but the real focus is for women who are busy they don't want to work out at a gym. They want to work at home. Boom, boom, boom. So we build this challenge around that, right? Is that the only thing that we offer is workouts for busy women, 35 plus, like busy moms, busy women, 35 plus that work out from home? No, but that is the niche for that program. Mm -hmm. Our bigger overarching program is of course we run programs for women and then each of them are niched out you know what I mean? Like, so this is where I always say, I'm like, so don't feel like your whole business has to be one thing, but you definitely need to obviously kind of drill it down. And then your programs though have to be very specific to one problem, one niche, one transformation. You know what I mean? Like, and that's yeah. what will make it very easy. Yeah. I do though think that you should sort of stick to, and this is the, you know, this is another, the second point is like knowledge of your dream client. That's like the second part that people get really stuck in. So let's kind of dive into that because I think it mm -hmm. kind of goes in hand in hand with here, which is like, you know, so the second thing that you need to know that you must have, must know in business is your knowledge of your dream client. So when you were talking about the niche, I do think though, when you're having, um, with your business, Yes, you can have different niches, but you should try to keep it similar like to your ideal client so that you're not all of a sudden going out in the world and saying like, you know, here's my program for women with diastasis recti and then here's my program for dogs and then here's my program for this. No, that's what I mean about women. Like, so for us, it's yeah. women and then each of our programs has a niche. Like we have exactly. our overarching, like you don't work with everybody, but you still have like a focus. Yeah. Yeah, you can have like a different end result like for each program and each different transformation for each program as long as it's still kind of driving to the same person and the same sort of like overarching thing, message of your business. Yeah, like for example, I also have um, one of my friends who also works, she teaches part of the um, Holistic Nutrition with Us Expert program. She's a naturopathic doctor. She, t she takes clients from a lot of different areas. However, her specialty is fertility 
like women's mostly around women's like um so fertility also menopause like so she has one program that's specifically for women who are trying to get pregnant she has yeah. one program that's specifically for women who are dealing with menopause and balancing hormones but you know what i mean her overarching is kind of like naturopathy for women and then she has some different programs that she works with yeah exactly so then in terms of like knowledge of your dream client because that's the second part so diving into that side of it the other must know is like understanding who you're speaking to and i think again this goes back to like what we were talking about it's like knowing okay so for us we're like okay we want to work with women but we're not just like general like okay we want to work with women like we're really really clear on who that person is and it's not just like women it's like women within this like age group but like the demographic stuff is not as like important as really understanding your client like yes we're like okay we want to work with women you know ideally we want to be speaking to women that are like between the ages of like 34 to 55 like that's kind of our range that we talk about. And that just means that just gets, helps us get clear on the voice that we're going to have to these well, and, and our marketing. And, also, and I was going to say, and our marketing, yeah, sorry. I was going to say our platforms that we're using too and things like that. Cause we're like, you know, we're probably not going to be using Snapchat as much because like the women that we're speaking to maybe aren't on Snapchat versus like if you were working with like, you know, younger demographics, say like 19 to 25, you might want to have everything on, like not everything, but a lot of stuff on Snapchat. That can, So like it helps you kind of understand it. But it also, when you're thinking about your dream client, you have to start digging deeper than just the like, bare bones of like, okay, like this is where they live. This is their income. And like kind of making a guesstimate of like what you want. You also want to be looking at it from a perspective of like, what do they really need internally? What is bothering them? What are they thinking about? You know, um, I know Steph Joanne said this once and I loved it. She was like, what are they thinking about at night? What are they laying in bed thinking about at night? That's the thing that you need to understand. When you understand that, then you understand your your dream client. When you know them inside and you know internally what their struggle is, that's when you actually can start to develop your marketing messages and all of your emails and everything else because everything comes from them. It doesn't come from you. It's not your ideas. It's not like you're not just telling them about the benefits. You're actually talking to them about their problem and the solution. But you have to know what is bothering them and you have to know what they need from you in order to be able to do that. So if you don't do that work, and this is the work that a lot of people don't do, if you don't do that work, you're going to be sending out just the general emails of like, here's my water tip, here's my recipe, here's this, here's that. And it just gets lost in that same shuffle that I was talking about earlier, which is like that generic pool. Well, we did a podcast, I think it was like two or three ago. And if you haven't listened to it, go back and we talk a lot about pain points and agitating the pain. Yeah. Um, And even though it sounds like a horrible thing, it's not a horrible thing because a lot of people... There's different, spe- there's different places where people are at in the buying cycle. And this is one thing with business. I think that it is so close to psychology yeah. <laughs> that people just, but people just think that it's like, no, I'm just going to open a business and run a program and get people like get people to come yeah. in. And I'm like, no, you have to like, literally, you're not playing with people's minds, but you have, you have to understand how their minds work, how they buy how they receive information and then talk to them in that language. So like one, a lot of people either are, well, if you're a cold, warm or hot audience, someone who is a cold audience, they might not a know about you. They don't know about you, but they also might not even know that they really have a problem. Like they're not on Google being like, uh, I have IBS. You know what I mean? Like they don't know yet. Whereas let's say a warm audience is like, I have, I have these symptoms of IBS. I might have this, like I'm having digestive issues. Then your hot audience 
they probably already know about you. They are diagnosed with IBS, boom, boom, boom. So like literally you're not trying to be like, you're not going to put information in front of them. That's going to be like a quiz for, do I have IBS? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that be someone who's like, whoa, my tummy feels upset quite a bit. Like, and then they're oh, just like yeah. searching for stomach cramps. So as you're writing to talk to your niche, as Amanda was saying, you wouldn't be saying the words IBS because to them that wouldn't make sense. You would be saying something like, you know, do you eat dinner and literally look nine months pregnant afterwards? Are you, you know, like just your stomach swells up, you look nine months pregnant. You're like, wait a second. Yeah, that's me. Like I literally had dinner the other night and I was so bloated afterwards. So yeah. you're reading, right? And then she, you're like, and then suddenly you're re, like reading the marketing material and it's like, they think you're in their head. Cause it's like, okay. they're like, it's like they're reading their own story. Yeah. And they're like, you know, do you actually have your pair of pants that you wear, go, you know, your buffet pants that you go out in, um, like your dressy, <laughs> stretchy pants because you're worried about, you know, bloating. Like, yeah, I actually did that last night. I went to an event and I was, had to wear stretchy pants. Like I wore my nice jeggings, the ones yeah. that sparkled on them, but they're still stretchy. You yeah. know, so it's like, it's knowing not just about the program you offer, not just being like, you know, sign up here for my IBS six week challenge. It's like talking to them, like, this is you, this is, do you feel this way? Do you feel this way? And they're like, yeah, that is me. It's agitating the problem. It's bringing it to the and It's relatability. It's like making them understand that you have been there, done that, you understand it. And even if you've never experienced it, that you understand it or that you've helped other people through that process and that you've come out on the other side of the tunnel and that you then have a solution. That's how you, that's how you sell to your dream client. But we're talking, yeah, like, it's just like, I feel like we're jumping a little ahead. No, but I think, <laughs> but no, but it's, like, I think it's, it's not even just the selling. It's the same. It's the exercise though to understand your dream client. Like yeah. think about it in that way. Just think, okay, if I had cold, warm and hot, let's say, how would I talk to each of them? What would they be going through? And yeah. then you kind of understand, like, you know what I mean? Obviously more about your client. Cause you're like, if your client is a woman who's dealing with IBS and she doesn't like, what does she go through every day? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what are the things she's embarrassed to do because she has IBS. Is she like, I literally can't go away for a girl's weekend because I'm so worried that it's going to flare up or I'm going to have an issue. You know what I mean? Like that's where you start to just get to know them at all different phases. And it's like, and then you can sell, then it's easy to sell to them. Once you know them, it's easy to sell to them because you're just talking to them. Yeah. You're just being authentic about what you can provide to them. Mm -hmm. That's like a keyword guys. Authentic. (laughs) <laughs> be like only sell stuff you can actually like follow through with. Um, and then, okay. So then that's kind of like your dream client step. And that's like the second point of the three, one of the three must haves or must knows that you must have in your business. And then the third thing that I want to talk about today is, and Laura, you really love talking about this. And so do I, which is a proven viable product. Yes. Guys, I know that sounds not sexy at all, but it is such an important piece. This is when you can actually prove that there is a market for you. You know, uh, we were at a conference recently and we heard Stephen Larson speak and I loved what he said. He was saying that, you know, he's like, I love a saturated market. He's like, I love when there is like tons of people doing this because then he's like, so many entrepreneurs are like, oh my gosh, it's saturated. I can't do it. He's like, I love a saturated market because a saturated market proves the product is needed. It proves that people are buying this. It proves that, you know, that there is a desire for this. And once you have that, all you have to do is make yourself stand out from the rest in that market and you will get the market share. Totally. So, and I was like, I love that so much because it makes so much sense. Cause it's like, don't be afraid of a market that is proven 
instead embrace it, but look at ways to stand out in it, which is through your niche and everything else. Also to add to the viable product stuff though, is, you know, the thing is it, just going back a step. I love, I want to use that thing about Steven because I think it's so, it's so powerful. It's so important, but also like a viable product guys is essentially you're going and saying, yes, there is people that want to buy this. We use our anxiety for dogs course as our example. Like if we were going to start a course that was like how to help dogs with anxiety, it's like anxiety for dogs 101. We would have to then, cause Laura and I, you love, we, that's always our example for every business product that we do. Um, whenever we, we love dogs. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We love dogs and we don't like anxiety. So we want to cure them. Um, but so if that was the product that we were going to build, we would then we could, yeah, we could just go full force, build this whole product and put it out there. But if we don't know that there's a market, you might be doing all this work, all this effort, all this energy, spending maybe all this time, money, and commitment, and then nobody buys it. And then you're like, and then you're not able to help people. You're not able to help them with the real problem. Maybe it's not anxiety. Maybe it's like they have depressed dogs. And then you're like, oh, that's what the market is. That's what people need help with. And I can do that. But I've been focused so much on anxiety for dogs that I haven't focused on this. So it's like, you want to get really clear on what your product is and what the, what the need is in the marketplace. And then once you know that there is a need, that's when you move forward full force. Well, My and it's like, don't move forward, forward until you know that people want it. Totally. And we call it by testing the minimum viable product, the MVP, yes. because, you know, this is something that actually like they started doing years and years and years ago, mostly in like Silicon Valley, especially like tech products and things that you have to like create or cars, even when you've got it, when they're expensive to create and time consuming, things like that, you want to know very quickly, is this going to work or is it not? We always say you want to fail fast, right? So that way you know, okay, actually this is not a good idea. So like, for example, let's say if you were going to do a car, your minimum viable product you would test would maybe be like not looking very great, but the engine's there, the wheels are on, and then you test it and then you realize, okay, people do like it. Then you build out the actual product till you have like the Ferrari at the end that you're driving. But that's why car companies do prototypes and stuff. Exactly. They didn't build the Ferrari first. And it's the same thing with any program. Like even with us for our online programs that we launch, we never build out the whole thing before we actually launch our program. And this is something that I still know a lot of people are shocked when they hear that. In <laughs> business world, everyone's like, of course, why would you waste your time building it if it's not good? But what we do is we pick the launch date. Mm-hmm. We have the outline, we do a beta test where we test it and we build it as we go. Like we know obviously in our minds what we're going to do, but we build it as we go. And then we can see, okay, you know what? That whole section ended up being way too much. Like we didn't need that. So then we chop it out or this section, we definitely needed to have like three or four more worksheets because people need to really get clear on that Uh and then we'll add them in. So it's like, but it's something that for us, we've done for years because also, you need to be making money while you are testing your product. You've got, you've got to see if people are going to pay for it because it's a very big difference between putting it out there. Hey, guys, I'm launching a 30-day weight loss challenge for yeah. you know, uh, postnatal women. Okay? And then everyone's like, yeah, I'd totally be in for that, totally be in for that. And then you go to charge money for it, and then suddenly no one wants to buy it right? So it's different than just, of course, you want to do the market research with your clients, asking them what they want, but you've got to make sure that you're going to make some money and people are willing to actually pay because that's business. Business is yeah. actually, they got, you don't have, you have a hobby if they don't pay you for what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a business. Exactly. Exactly. So, so guys, those are like our three things though. Those are like, in my mind, 
in the very beginning phases of like starting your business or even like, you know, trying to figure out what that might even look like. Those are the three things that you need to focus on before you start focusing on all like the bells and whistles before you start Mm -hmm. focusing on like, you know, when we talk about it, we always talk about like the framework of the house, you know, and like, you've got to figure out this foundational stuff before you start building out like, Oh, well I want to like have like this member site and all this other kind of stuff. Cause don't worry about that stuff until you figure out this stuff. Because if you don't have this stuff, if you don't have the foundation laid, then you know, the decor inside the home doesn't matter because it'll just fall apart. <laughs> so exactly. build your foundation, build your framework before you start building all the other stuff. Even though the other stuff is like the exciting fun stuff, this stuff is fun too. You just got to think of it from a different perspective. You just have to think of it as more of like, I like thinking of it as like, I'm an investigator kind of thing. And I've got to like, I love this like, part of it though. Yeah. I like, love it. Gotta be like, Oh, like what part, what do I need to do? How do we make this clear? How do we get specific about this? Like, I think it's cool too, but in the beginning, sometimes it can be intimidating and thinking about just like the, be like, Oh, like what's my logo going to look like? It's so much more exciting sometimes, but you've got to like pause that you'll get to it. But right now you've got to figure this stuff out. Cause if you want the logo, if you want people to care about the logo, you got to make sure that you have the right people and you have the right program and you have the right voice. Well, and it's very much about, and this is one of the biggest struggles that I see with all new entrepreneurs, um, especially in fitness and nutrition, because it is a market where there's so many people just doing the same thing. Yeah. And then people get overwhelmed to say what you were saying earlier. Oh, it's a saturated market. How am I going to stand out? We're like, do yeah. this work. This is how you're going to stand out. This is how you do it. Exactly. That's just it. It's like, it's this exactly is the answer. It. <laughs> but, um, but I just always think it's like getting, I don't know if you take the time to do this work, not only will you feel more fulfilled because what it's about is getting clear. And in anything in life, when it comes to your business, to weight loss, to relationships, the biggest problem with most people is they have zero clarity of what they even want to achieve or create. So yeah. then they then they get upset when they don't get there. But when you ask them, what did you even want to achieve? They're like, well, I want to open a business. Well, what kind of business? You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no clarity. So it's like, it's so like, it's so easy to get to the goal when you know the goal, when you know the people you're working with, when you understand your business, when you could talk to anybody about it and so clear, you know? Yeah. So like, taking the time to put in the work for clarity. It's so important and it will save you hundreds of hours, hundreds of dollars, hundreds of levels of stress by actually doing this work. And so many people skip it guys. So many people skip it. So please don't. Don't skip it. And if you are still like, okay, I don't know, like I get it sort of kind of, but I don't totally know. And I, I need some help with this. Um, I have exciting news for you guys. We have a free challenge coming up. It is totally free and we are going to help you through all of this. So right now you should be like jumping up and down or maybe like clapping or like fist pumping in the air because you're going to get some help with this because this again is the foundational step. This is the step that you need to do. You need to know in order to be successful and we want to help you be successful. And so we are going to be running a free challenge. If you would like to join us for our free challenge, you need to go to, I wrote it down so I don't forget, it's bitchicksacademy.com forward slash biz challenge. So yeah. B-I-Z challenge. So fitchicksacademy.com forward slash biz challenge. You need to go there. You need to sign up. You need to join our free challenge um, so that we can help you figure out all this stuff and more. 
so that we can get yeah. you set up for success. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a full five day challenge that we are literally going to walk you through every single one of these steps. Plus it's all about five days to clarity. It's going to get you yep. guys within as little as five days clear on you, who it is that you're serving, what it is that you want to create. And then literally you will be leaving the five the days yeah. being like, I know exactly what I'm doing. And then you just have to go and build your program. Like it's going to be yeah. amazing. And Amanda and I, we do a lot of business stuff behind the scenes, but this is our first time opening up a business challenge to all of you guys. So yeah. we really hope if you're listening to this, watching this and you have a fitness, a nutrition, a wellness business. If you're in yoga, if you um, are an MLM, like you sell different supplements or essential oils, all of that stuff. Um, this challenge is specifically for people in the fitness, nutrition, wellness area. So come on in fitchacademy.com forward slash biz challenge, sign up. And yeah. uh, we start very, very soon. So you don't yeah. have your spots. Yeah. So secure your spot now so that we can help you get through this. Okay, guys. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we will see you in our challenge. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.